Results Day. Delight for some, disappointment for others. It's always the same. But in this year, the year of COVID-19, no exams, little certainty, and the differences in approach between neighbours in the UK, pretty difficult to ignore. A particularly tough day. So let's have a level headed chat about A-level results and offer some no-nonsense, useful advice. If you are celebrating, well, congratulations. But if you have questions, if you feel you need to look again at what's an option for you, then keep listening. And we'll turn first to a couple of familiar voices. We've met Scott and his mum Catherine from Maivod already. Scott was hoping his results would be strong enough to get to Durham to study law. Catherine was simply hoping in this of all years that all would go well. So what news from the Gilmore family? I got two A stars and an A and uh, I managed to get into Durham University to study law. Fantastic. So your first option, really, that's what you really had your heart set on. Is that right? Yes, yes. Brilliant. So come on, Mum, Catherine, who was there ensuring the work was done, exams or not. How's today turning out for you? Oh, well, in lots of ways, it's a great relief because <laughs> Scott kept saying, I'll be all right, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't quite so sure about it as he was. So, yes, great relief and delight and, you know, the end of such a long slog, really, you know, right through school and then through all this period of not knowing what was going to happen. So, yeah, we're delighted. I'm sure. And Scott, how did this flood of stories, you know, coming from Scotland first and then from England and Northern Ireland, then Wales um, and changes to how things were going to be done? How did all of that affect you over the last few days? Well, when, when we heard about these the, the boosts of grades in Scotland and the use of mocks in England, basically throwing the moderation system out of the window, I became a bit worried, but I'm very grateful to the uh, Welsh government that they haven't sort of done that and they, they've maintained that. Uh, so my results now I, I feel happy with because they're credible and they mean something because they were moderated. Yes, Catherine, what was your response? Because I certainly know that as a parent, I kept watching each change and all you can do is but wonder what effect it's going to have on your children, isn't it? Yes, yes. Well, I was disappointed in the uh, Scottish government response. I think they rolled over very quickly. I think that in a normal examination process, um, an examiner, that the, the chief examiner would take in a number of scripts from each person marking the exams and, and make sure that everyone was marking to the same standard. So the fact that teachers submitted their predicted grades for pupils and then that was moderated by, by the exam board, that made it as credible as it could have been. So for Scotland to just say you can have your teacher's predicted results, I just think that's so disappointing. And then we heard about in England the mock results, which are even less meaningful, really. And um, I I was I was nervous that if Scott had dropped a grade, if if Wales if we stuck to our guns in Wales, um, then and Scott had dropped a grade, he wouldn't have he might not have got into Durham, which is where he's luckily got into, and a, a bit and a Scottish pupil who'd been given their um, predicted grades might have got in ahead of him. That's what I, I was I was preparing myself for a fight. Yeah, it's in inevitable that you just start running through these things, really, isn't it? And, and wondering, you know, how is it going to hit home? And suddenly devolution very much feels as though it's hitting home. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think devolution has um, um, been very dominant, not just, you know, throughout this COVID crisis and, and, and also especially with this ed with the education, all the results coming out 
uh, in the last few weeks and going forward to next week. Um, but I think that the fact that hours are still going to be linked to something externally, so the AS results from last year, I mean, Scott's fortunate that he's got um, his results today and they're going to stick um, because you don't get A stars in, a, in AS levels. And the fact that um, we are linking our results to those that will be the minimum people will get, I still think ours will be the most credible out of all the nations. Imagine it's a year when Wales will be delighted that we make our pupils go through AS tests um, at the end of uh, at the end of year twelve this year of all years because there's something to hold on to, uh, as you say, um, Scott. So what happens next? So I'm hoping there'll be a bit of a celebration, but what are the next steps for you? Well, I've got to sort of keep an eye on what's going on with uh, the the university because I think they've been working through this whole problem of results and they've still got the headache of now appeals and all that and keeping places open but now I think they're going to look more into how it's going to work uh, when we actually get there so uh, student bubbles or, or social distance bubbles that kind of thing and how we're going to be who, who we're going to be living with and whether my accommodation might change or whether I'll stay at the same college I don't know how it's really going to work so I've just got to keep an eye on all that. But I suppose those are the sort of concerns you're glad to have on a day like today because you know that you're going to Durham and you know that you did exceptionally well in your in your A-level. So congratulations, Scott. Congratulations, Catherine. And now, Catherine, all you have to do is start worrying again for next week and next Thursday and GCSE results. So it's not over for you yet. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. So, um, yes, Im- Imogen is um, thinking... You know, just to keep keeping her thoughts to herself. She's she's quite quite confident about it, but you don't. We don't know, do we, whether there'll be an intervention with the GCSE results. Perhaps there will. A week is a very very long time, as we've discovered in politics at the moment, and especially education politics. But we wish you well, Scott. Congratulations. Really, really pleased to, to hear that you've done so well and that you're on your way to Durham. And thank you, Catherine. And we look forward to speaking to you again soon. Good news then in Maivod and a good bit of analysis by both Scott and Catherine of the sorts of issues that have been causing concern. What if students from Scotland do better because of decisions taken by politicians there? What if the system in Wales throws up the same sorts of issues? What if you simply feel your results aren't fair? Well, whatever your take on this year's results here in Wales, you'll want some sound advice as to what to do next. And so welcome to Matthew Cadman, an experienced careers advisor with Careers Wales and a dad who knows that young people don't always listen to their parents. So I've I've worked for Careers Wales and its various guises for about 19 years. So I've worked with age kind of 12 up to um, the end of sixth form, uh, but also I work with um, adults. And um, so I've been working with those people for, for a long time. So this is always a busy time of year for you then, nothing new in that? No, not really. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's always a time where people are, uh, are trying to ask questions about their, about their future. It's kind of like a, a kind of move-in day kind of thing, you know, uh, where, where people are trying to make decisions um, the, the best they possibly can. But in the year of COVID-19, I suppose we all feel that there's more urgency this year. There just has to be, doesn't there? Yeah, exactly. And I think the uh, uh, if, if, if we heard the phrase new normal one more time, I think we'd probably <laughs> all get a little bit upset. Um, 
and and the, the the fact that we're all working very differently we're all uh, being taught very differently and we're all trying to pass exams in a very different way has just thrown lots of cats amongst lots of pigeons personally myself i've got three daughters one in primary one in secondary and one in university so they all are at, at different stages and it's been interesting for me and my wife to see how how differently um the 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 education is is dealt with in, in the different sectors you know i oh, so you can wear a dad hat as well then yeah i love wearing my dad hat <laughs> And there have been so many noises off in the last few days. You know, the 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 A level results, uh, how it's all going to be worked out, has been top of the news. You know, for for days on end. First, you get a decision in Scotland, knock on into England, knock on into Wales. It can't have been easy for this year's cohort for A level and AS having to face today and face results day with all of that going on. No, exactly. Um, I think you're. Um, Scott, the uh, uh, the young person who you've who you've interviewed before, he put it quite well. Um, and he, I think the word he used was nothing has really changed with his decision making because he's still hoping to do what he wanted to do in the first place. And then Aled uh, from Careers Wales, he also um, talked about the surveys that we've been doing and the fact that it has been showing that exact thing. The people are using that word quite a lot. They are hoping to do exactly what they wanted to do, even though the goalposts have changed and things have changed dramatically, they're still sort of hoping for that outcome to happen. So we heard from Scott, he was delighted, he's got the results he needs, he's on his way to Durham uh, and there'll be a bit of celebration, but there's stuff he needs to do, just like anybody else who've got the results they needed. What are the sorts of things you need to be doing quite quickly and over the next few days? Scott is done very well and he's he's received the the grades that he he wanted and he needed um and there's hopefully going to be lots of lots of other people just like him and so he he's going to be looking at um uh contacting the universities unless uh they've they've already sent him um uh, an offer via email obviously we live in a in a very digital age now so that kind of thing happens People get their results in the middle of the night on results day. So they are, um, the, the people like Scott are already going to be in those kind of processes of sorting out uh, the practicalities around universities. But it was interesting to hear him saying about the, the fact that the university have already um, organised uh, a bubble um, for him to be uh, working within. And it's going to be a, a, a bubble where he's not necessarily going to be in the same kind of socioeconomic or the same subject backgrounds as, as the people he's going to be in. Um, so those kind of, um, the, the, to, to kind of prepare yourself for having to use soft skills you might not have had to use before. Because um, it di- it's a difficult thing to, to go into a completely new situation face to face. So the fact that you might not have been having to deal with different kind of people um, is is going to be a bit of a uh, a bit of a sharp, uh, a steep learning curve for him. Yeah, that's true. Because even though he's getting to do what he wanted, and he really wanted to go to Durham, and he, you know, to 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 do his law degree, and that's what he's really hoped for. He's fairly relaxed about any changes that might happen. He'll take them on. But as you say, you know, it will be a different experience. So just to think ahead and think that through sounds like no bad thing. Yeah, exactly. I remember my first my first day at university. I sat in my halls room and left my door open and that was my socialization that's all I did um so I I I think 
uh, for people this year, that's not really going to be an option. So they are going to have to look at their at their kind of confidence levels and their uh, and, and the way they may, may maybe communicate with people and, and and maybe think of different ways of doing it. You know. So we spoke to Scott. Scott is delighted. He's got what he needed. He's on his way to Durham. That's really what he hoped to do. Um, but not everybody, as we said, will be celebrating uh, as Scott is. Um, you know, might just have missed out on what they'd hoped for, even more importantly, what they needed. So if you're in that situation, Matthew, what do you do? So the, the appeals process um, uh, is going to be free. Kirsty Williams announced that yesterday. And it's 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 a very uh, similar uh, kind of process to last year, really. Um, even before before COVID, if you don't get what you want, then um, I think in the last hour, clearing has actually opened um, on UCAS.com. Um, so the people will be able to um, look look for alternative uh, courses. Um, but a, a, aside from that, if you contact the university of, of your choice they'll be able to give you um, uh, some information. And obviously the place where you picked up your results in, in the first instance would be able to help you too. The school would be, would be able to help you out. Um, in my area, it's just colleges. There's, there's no school six forms. So it would be the college helplines that, that you'd need to go to uh, to actually get information. But obviously Careers Wales is um, used to doing this. We've been doing this for quite a few decades, uh, giving advice on, on the hoof with regard to the, the results days. So, um, you know, feel, feel free to uh, to involve us in your decision making. Because, you know, I suppose the messages don't just, you know, look down uh, and think, oh, God, you know, what am I going to do next? Communicate, I suppose, is the message, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, and there's always options. And, and I think that's the that's the important thing. When you're when you've been in, in school for so long and you're kind of on the conveyor belt of education and you suddenly find yourself maybe faced with the fact you're not going to be on that conveyor belt anymore there are options for you it's not the end of the road uh, and it's definitely not the end of the world either um there there are certain options outside of uh, formal education um formal university education uh, uh, higher degree apprenticeships are available uh, lower level apprenticeships are available too whether you can get um the similar uh, equivalent qualification to a university degree but through a, a work-based um, uh, learning aspect. Um, so those are available to, to young people as well. So it's definitely not the end of the world. And it's just about getting the right information from the right people. And one point that's been made is that uh, perhaps Brexit has played a role, or certainly COVID-19 has played a role, that there appear to be quite a few places in clearing, even in places where you might not have expected to see them and you wouldn't usually see them. So would the advice also be to have a good look? Because even perhaps you you could go with your first option or a second option, even though perhaps you haven't got the results that you'd hoped for. There might be space for you. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's exactly right. I mean, b- before COVID-19 hit, we were in uncertain waters anyway, with Brexit happening at the end of January. And then we've had COVID-19 hit as well. So there's no surprise that the that the businesses out there, the educational establishments out there, are feeling very you know nervous about what's 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 happening. But I I, I would give them all the credit that, that they deserve. Universities definitely and certain organisations have stepped up and they've they've changed the way they do things. You know, but there's no there's no getting away from the fact that 
opportunities have changed and s some opportunities that might have been available uh, this time last year maybe aren't going to be there. But as you said, Beth, and the, 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 the way you, you need to address those issues are getting the information from the right people at the right time. And where is it going to be tough? Because as you said, you know, there are some opportunities that aren't going to be there. They might have been somebody's option and now they have to accept, you know, there's no point hiding the fact that actually that's not going to be the best area to go into for the next few years. What are those sorts of areas that you should have a good long think if that's really what you want to do? I, I, I don't think even business, the business experts, the forecasters, even they are struggling to uh, sort of tie down where the best areas are to go. And here we are, Matthew, insisting that you give us an answer. Isn't that unfair? <laughs> <laughs> but give it a shot. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a will. Um, I mean, there's, you know, if you've listened to the to the uh, news headlines over the last kind of six months, you know that the travel industry has taken a massive hit. But this that's not to say that this time next year, the travel industry might be booming. Um, the, you'll also know that supermarkets have done, uh, have really stepped up to the mark amazingly well over the last six months. But that's not to say that in a year's time, we might have moved all of our shopping habits away from high street supermarkets or high street shops. So it, it might be that retail might be amazing next year, or it might be not so amazing next year. Our website has got specific spotlights in regional uh, spotlights as well where, where the labor market might be heading in the in the different regions of wales um so that's a good place to start um but as, as we always say in careers wales if you research you'll never find yourself in, in the wrong place if you do your research and you follow that research and you speak to the people who know about this kind of stuff and careers wales is, is one of them then you'll you'll always find yourself on a good wicket and what about those who they prefer work-based learning and they've decided, OK, that's where I'm headed. You know, it's an apprenticeship that will work for me. That's what I'll do best. That's what I'll enjoy most as well. A lot of that is practical, obviously, goes with the territory. You know, if you're in the workplace, it means you need to be around other people. COVID-19 again raises its head. Uh, we've heard a few times on the podcast that that's, you know, written problematic for people, not sure they're going to get the experience that they'd hoped for. Is that still a real difficulty? So those considering apprenticeships and so on, do they, can they start finding out how different the courses might be so they can decide whether it's still what they fancy doing? Yeah, they can. I mean, they can find that out from us. We've got a, um, a dedicated apprenticeship uh, part of our website uh, where there's loads of information on there but we also carry lots of vacancies as well. Again, they're regional. They are, uh, there are also lots of companies that don't advertise with us. They, um, they, they advertise on their, own, on their own websites, normally look quite large companies, and their apprenticeships range from um, needing some GCSE passes to needing uh, A-levels and also needing experience along with that as well. There are apprenticeships out there. There's not as many in certain areas, as we may uh, expect this year because of um, what's happening in the world uh, at the moment. Just because players maybe aren't uh, looking to uh, recruit as many as, as they would have this time last year. But also there might be opportunities um, that, that have happened because of the situation that we're actually in. Um, so the, again, the research is just the, the click of a mouse. 
um, the tips of your fingers on the on the keyboard. You just need to be looking and researching as much as you can do. Something else we've heard a bit about uh, over the past few days is transferable skills. So when you're considering your options, um, how do you go about considering, okay, I might not have got quite what I wanted in terms of my results, but these are my transferable skills that I need to big up now and tell people about. How do you sort of go about considering what those transferable skills are that you've got? Yeah, when I speak to young people of, of school age, about transferable skills, they do look at me like I'm speaking another language. And they do, (laughs) even though uh, they may have done a lot about skills and a lot about qualities in uh, Welsh Baccalaureate and Skills Challenge uh, qualifications, they they still struggle to kind of um, equate that into the working world. But school skills are just as transferable as working skills, as skills as you or I have been in the workplace for a number of years would have brought to another uh, another employment there's there's a great thing on our website it's called a um uh, a job matching quiz and part of in in, in that uh, program there's actual skills uh, skills assessment as well and that will actually highlight the skills that you may have and then you can look, you can uh, align those skills with other uh, job families or careers that you might be interested in in as well um so yeah transferable skills even though young people have been in school for a number of years, skills that learned that have been learned in schools are just as valuable as the ones learned in the workplace. So now I'm going to ask you, Matthew, to put on your dad hat, as well as your 19 years experience hat, and talk to us parents. You know, I've got uh, children who are going through first year of GCSE and AS level, so they're part of this story as pupils all over all over Wales are. Um, so let me ask you to talk to us parents uh, who have children who we know we can tell them, oh, it's not the end of the world and, you know, well done, think about the next option and so on. You know, they're bound to concentrate on how they've done. They're bound to point to those grades and they're going to matter a lot to them. So what can we do to help? I'm, I'm in a strange position because I'm a careers advisor and I've been trying to give careers advice to my, to my a few of my, you know, a couple of my daughters, the older ones, uh, for quite a while. Do they um, listen to you it, at all? Not on, uh, not on a daily basis, anyway. Maybe <laughs> in, a, in a long term they might do, but uh, def, def, definitely they've they've got their own ideas, should we say? As as, as a parent, I mean the the, the 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 fact that you've just got to roll with those kind of uh, roll with those punches is is something that we've always done as as parents, you know. To be there to to reassure um, your, uh, your your children is probably the best thing I could say. Um, but also, we speak to a lot of parents as careers advisors, um, careers advisors, and um, uh, we we can um, help the the parents through these kind of um, uh, bumps in the road as well. If you know what I mean, um, we we can um, give advice to the the options that are available. It's a worrying time for for parents too. A worrying time about what their what their children are going to be faced with in these very uncertain times that none of us have ever lived through before so it, it is it, it is a case that um parents need need some advice and uh, our website again offers that that too it, it it offers sections for what do i do um how, how do i advise my child on on the best way to make decisions and and the best way to go now you know 
So that website uh, and phone number, social media and so on, tell us where we should turn. Okay, so cruisewales.gov.wales. It's got a lot of information on there, um, but it's very well set out. So it's quite, it's quite methodical, in, in, uh, so you don't have to search too, too hard for things. Um, our free phone helpline is 0800 028 4844. Um, and then we're on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, so you can go on, on there and find out lots of information. And also you can uh, be referred for uh, direct careers advice as well. We offer video interviews as well as email and phone interviews as well. Um, so even though COVID has stopped us working face to face, we can still offer the, the, the same service through, uh, through those channels. Um, uh, on our website as well, there's a web, uh, a live chat feature. Uh, so just like when you receive something uh, that you didn't want in the post from certain online retailers, you get on there and you can have a chat to somebody. We do exactly the same on the careerswell.gov.wales website as well. Well, Matthew Cadman, careers advisor and dad, thank you very much. Thank you to Scott and Catherine and to Matthew for joining me. That image of a lot of cats amongst a lot of pigeons is going to stay with me. And I hope some of Matthew's sound advice will stay with you. He's in the thick of it and is no doubt preparing for another busy week as the story of GCSE results in the year of COVID-19 unfolds. Is that an option? We'll be back too to guide you through that second wave.